What the fuck is up, guys? Welcome to part two of the last episode. So unfortunately, I don't know what I'm using right now, but it doesn't let me do over 30 minutes. We're going to have to fix that. David just told me a new way to make it longer. So that'll that'll be fixed in the future. But as for now, we have a part two. And just like explained before, I have Kat, David, and Bryce with me today. We just talked about OnlyFans in the past episode. Mm. So if you are interested in doing anything like that, definitely go check out that one. But today we're talking about orgasms. I mean, um, <laughs> I hot topic. Hot topic. Um, David's going to take it away here because <laughs> it's really targeted towards men and how they feel about women having organ i mean i don't know you explain the question you explain how you feel about this i don't know go off <laughs> all right so the the prompt was i guess you posted what what should i talk about my podcast and the response <clears throat> was orgasms how men constantly get off and don't think it's important for women to um there's two ways i can go about this and i think the first one is to question whether or not you've told your man or the men that you sleep with that it is important for you to have an orgasm and it's really that simple. Like, have you expressed your need to have an orgasm and requested that that happens prior to or in addition to your man having his as well? Um, leading into the second point is that men are conditioned to think that that either isn't necessarily a thing or that it's a lot harder than it seems or whatever it is. And that's a conversation that you have to have with the men in your life to really reshape what their psychology looks like and what their belief systems around orgasms and are. And so again, like, you know, when it comes to being a man, there is no education and no conversations around the, I guess, the, equal, the equality between men and women having orgasms. And when you look at everything that we consume as young men, unfortunately, the porn industry is, is hyperly focused in on the male orgasm, right? Sex education, the process of birth, everything that we're taught is so closely tied to the male orgasm. And there's absolutely nothing about the female orgasm in our education or our entertainment. And so as a woman, if it's something that's consistently coming up for you, I can't say like in my, in my line of work that it's consistent because it really isn't anymore. It's definitely a conversation to have or you know, consider that you are the common denominator to why you're not having orgasms with all the men that you're sleeping with. And maybe that work should be done inward. I mean, the thing about the thing about girls, too, I, I feel like it's a lot harder, to be honest. I feel like I don't know. I mean, in my perspective, I don't know if Kat wants to touch upon this, but like I feel like it's just harder for us a mm -hmm. little bit. Um, and if I guess it's not stressed enough that the guy is trying to make you have an orgasm. Like it's not going to happen to yeah. be honest. Like it's easier for us to personally do it, but I feel like we're talking about like why yeah. men don't think also, it's important, but I don't know. I mean, it's definitely harder, but that's why like the entire frame and the context of what that sexual experience is like mm -hmm. is important because if you're just operating in this mindset that like, it's a quick, you know, hit it and move. And like you're treating sex as a sprint or you're treating sex as like a, a pastime, then that's exactly what you're going to get. But if you can actually just acknowledge the biology for what it is and, and recognize that, yes, it is a lot harder for women to come than it is for men, then you can start to shape your experience and your conversations around that. But if yeah. you're just assuming and just going about it, you're really just shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Also, you want to be like very, um, like, like I said earlier, like comfortable with your girlfriend. And also, you want to like know her body enough well to the point where like, you know, what makes her orgasm or like if you want to Pretty much like she's trying to hardest, you're trying to hardest, you're trying your hardest, and just it's a connection thing. So. 
Here comes Kat with some fucking knowledge. Let's go, baby. She turns the computer. She's like, no, no, it's my turn. (laughs) No, I mean, like, I got to call out the women real quick. If you can't make yourself orgasm, how do you expect a man to be able to? Like, if you Talk about your post. No. Talk about the post that you had, too. (laughs) You wrote it. (laughs) Yeah, but I just sit, like, when I post something, it's usually, like, me sitting there, and I'm like, ooh, I got an idea, and then I write it up, and then, like, you know, maybe I'll give it to you or him and, you know, it'll, then it'll end up on Instagram. But seriously, like if you're, I mean, like I spent years, years and years and years not masturbating, probably until I was like 23. And for the most part, when I would have sex with men, like I was not having orgasms either because they were not necessarily trying to, or they were trying to, but I was not aware of my own body. I was not aware of what I'm into. And so therefore it wasn't even possible for me to like tell them what position I wanted or, you know, tell them something to do because I had no idea. Whereas once I figured that out or once I was with someone who I was like, okay, I'm on top and I have an orgasm when I'm on top, I'm going to keep hopping on top so that I make sure that I get an orgasm because every time I hop on top, I get an orgasm. Or now I'm at the point where I'm like, I've masturbated with myself so much. I know my body that, yeah, I can have sex for a minute and I can have an orgasm. It's also like I've heard at the same time, like I've heard podcasts and other things that it's, you know, breaking that seal is once you have your first orgasm, it's going to be a lot easier to have more orgasms. And also being a woman, like getting comfortable with the feeling of an orgasm, it is a weird feeling. Sometimes you're you're like, you don't want to let it fully go through and like fully you're kind of like, what the fuck is happening to my body? But you just kind of have to relax and, like, let it happen. If you feel like you're going to pee, shit, you might, but just just run with it. <laughs> if you feel like you're going to pee, shit, run with it. Just pee on it. You might, you might pee, but cha- high chances are you won't. No, I think it just more so feels like you're going to pee. Like, I've read that, like, so many different places where, like, o- like female orgasms definitely feel like that, but, like, you don't actually. Yo, if I know I'm about to have sex and I, I even have first. the slightest feeling I, that I have to pee, I go I'm going to go. Yes, because I know damn well that once I start, it feels good. It's going to feel like I got to pee. It's rushing. Like, oh, my God, am I actually going to pee? So it's just, like, but, like, yeah, women, you got to masturbate. If anything, you just got to, like, communicate and let the man know what you are into. But with that, you have to figure out what you are into, whether that be masturbating or whether that be really, really, really paying attention to what you're doing with other man and essentially, like, in your mind doing a playback, like, football and reliving that entire scenario. And you're like, yo, he moved that way and that shit was dank. That's the communication, too, that you have to have with that person. Like, I liked that. Like, that's something that... You know, like, I feel like if if your partner likes something, um, you need to make sure, I guess, like, if you're if you're a giver, like, I feel like you should be in a relationship no matter what it is. Like, give to your fucking partner, but just understand what they like. Huh? I'm not. You're but not. I have anxiety surrounding that. Really? Oh, my God, so much. That's interesting. Yeah. Either because I've been, like forced forced to do things or because it's been like forced but not like super super intensively forced i don't know yeah i just have a lot of i mean i have anxiety surrounding sex to begin with so really yes a lot of it Mm -hmm. so 
that's actually, I mean, we could dive into that too. That's actually a really good segue into like orgasms and anxiety and, and men, because like everything that you were saying around ownership of your orgasms as a woman is great. But what I'm sensing from this prompt, how men constantly get off and don't think it's important for women to is like a very salty and projected comment, right? Like this person is not at all taking responsibility for her communication or for her sexual experience at all. She's expecting men to just take ownership of that. And so as a man, there's a lot of, there was, it's something that I've healed, but there was a lot of anxiety around like sexual performance, you know, my size, what I can provide in the bedroom, what that woman's like looking to experience. And so there's a lot for us to be in our heads about. And so the pendulum can swing one of two ways. Either the man is conditioned to think that sex is all about him. And that's not his fault. It's literally what he's been fed his entire life, just like thousands of other things in our education, right? It's just internalized misogyny without even realizing it. And you having the education and the intuition, otherwise it is your responsibility to further that and to deliver that to the men that you're sleeping with. Or he's so anxious about how well he can love you that he actually doesn't know what the fuck to do and the pendulum swings the other way. Either way, the communication and ownership over your own orgasms is really up to you because, I mean, we all know this. Again, it's a lot harder for men. I mean, it's a lot harder for women than it is for men, but an orgasm is not going to happen unless you let it, right? Like unless you fully surrender into that experience. And if you're not fully surrendering into the partner that you're with, then why the fuck are you even there to begin with? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was with a guy over the summer, and this is part of the reason that it did end. This man, every single time we had sex, he would come within like a minute to the point where, like, I never was, I was never having a good time. I would go home and I would immediately masturbate. And it got to the point where I literally sat him down. Honestly, it only, it didn't take that long. And you're like, can you fucking eat me out first or something? No, like, no, but that's the thing. No, it. but that's the thing is he would eat me out first, except for that I would like have an orgasm from him eating me out within a few minutes. And then after that, I was tired of it because I like the intimacy of sex. I like to be eaten out for maybe like a few minutes. And then after that, I'm going to get bored. It doesn't matter how good you are. doesn't matter how great I'm feeling. I will get bored. I want to have sex. So we would have sex and he would finish and it got to the point within like a few weeks of that happening that I sat him down and I was like, you need to masturbate more. And he was like, you don't understand. I masturbate a lot. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, you, yeah. I was like, there's no reason for me to masturbate all the time, but like masturbate before I come over, get it out of your system while I'm there. Because like when I first see you, I'm going to want to do it. And at least that can hold you off a little bit. That shit. (sighs) That shit drove me fucking insane. I think normalizing sex ed is what the world needs, period. Yes. I, I, so didn't I gave have up masturbating. Sex ed. Like, did you guys in call in yeah. high school? Yeah, I but didn't it wasn't, have it. but it was in it was like sex biology. It was, it yeah, was like sexual like organ biology. It's not like actual it's I mean like, like what is semen? How I mean, does a baby get made? Yeah. You're I mean, like, see, I didn't even have that in my teach high school. you about a male. Yeah. How old are you? Twenty three. I'm pretty sure that's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, our health and in a private school? No. I was in a public school and our health Were you in a charter school? No, our it was just a regular what? public well, school. It was just regular public, and it was um called health and fitness. It was her health and something. Mm-hmm. And did they teach you about STDs at all? They taught us about that. They taught us about ed. drugs. Yes, sex ed. It's the same shit. Sex ed, but they, they never got into the actual like. Right, they, they don't, don't ever. But that's the that's point. Is they'll is talk they about like be. male ejaculation because a lot of times male ejaculation does have something to do with STDs. Certain STDs are literally carried within sperm. That's also how a baby is made. Yeah, they women don't, don't need go to have into. To have babies. They don't go into female orgasms because they are specifically just for pleasure, and that's not what they're trying to promote in school. Yeah. 
So that's where like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, that's what our job is now, right? Is not, I mean, we're well, not primarily, guys. yeah, not primarily, but one of our jobs is modernizing sex ed and actually giving education around sexual experiences, not just sexual organs. And me, <laughs> literally, me personally, I gave up masturbation like five years ago. And since I've done it, I've been able to last a lot longer, sometimes longer than others but a lot longer than I was prior to that because I've been able to regain control of like the energy that's transmuted through my orgasms as where most men are just pumping and dumping everywhere. And that's, yeah. and that's wait, you want to know something right? funny? Someone that I was with before literally told me that he had to sing the star spickle banner over and over. So he didn't think of it. So he wouldn't come that fast. He was like, I would do the ABCs, then Star Spangled Banner, then ABCs, then Star Spangled Banner in my head so that I'd be able to last. I'm like, what the That's fuck? crazy. See, for me, if I distract myself that much, I would just get soft. Really? That's yeah. Like, I, I have that. to be in it, in it, but I really just have to like, not even necessarily redirect my, my focus, but just like redirect my energy back into the experience rather than just the feeling. See, that's the thing. I feel like if you're not having an experience with that person, I mean, all together, it's just going to seem like a chore, well, that's, to that's, be honest. That's the problem. And what I sense from whoever asked this prompt, and most women and men that I speak to is that they're using sex to fill a hole. They're not you probably actually don't like, have a boyfriend that you're having sex with right. every other day. Right. They're you're learning each other. Stands. You're just hooking up with some random people. You're having a fuck buddy and y'all are just trying to like hit it and quit it. You're not actually sitting there and be like, we enjoyed this last time. So let's exactly. try it again. Let's add something new. And that's the thing is like, if you're using a man to fill a hole, like <laughs> don't expect him not to use right, you too. both metaphorically and physically then yeah you can't then expect he's him using to you as a whole at that point <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so you can't get upset when he's getting what he wants out of it when you went to him to get what you wanted out of it like he just he just beat you at your own game that's where like intentional relationships really make a difference and now i'm not saying don't have one night stands or don't have casual sex like, they definitely are do, like experiences but still are, like yeah and you can still treat those things with reverence and still have like some sort of intimate bond before just not even just that you can like yes i feel like in my experience it is harder to have an orgasm without having an intimate bond but at the same time you know the body is the body and if you hit it a certain way you're gonna have an orgasm no matter how you're feeling in that moment and yes if you are open and susceptible to that but that's the thing is that not a lot of women are and women well but it can still happen women who ask questions like that typically are not open to having orgasms. That's what I'm saying yes. is that the psychology behind that prompt and blaming men is typically the same thing that happens with this. Bryce likes to drag his feet, so you might hear that in the podcast a lot. Apparently his sorry, knees don't sorry, work sorry. and he can't pick them up when he walks. <laughs> so apologies for the background noise. Well, but. okay, but what I was kind of going on with like women kind of discovering themselves and learning how to have an orgasm with themselves is – I mean, that's also just going to help you when it comes to men, when it comes to having that communication, but then like being able to tell him exactly what you want. But then you're also, you mentally are like open to having an orgasm. And even still, no matter like how your relationship is with that partner, you're still going to have days where you may not have an orgasm. You're still going to have days where like maybe it just doesn't feel that good in that moment. Or maybe you're having like, really high anxiety that day and you're just it's just not gonna hit the way it hits yeah. so okay why don't we transition the conversation into yeah i was really upset too what when you didn't come i was like why didn't you tell me anyways, oh yeah see that's Wait, the type you did of kid come and, like, no, I didn't. no i no, didn't no i didn't like we had sex oh. one night and i didn't come and i told him like a day and a half later i was like oh yeah i didn't come the other day and he was like what 
what the fuck? And I was like, what? Like, I don't care, but that's because I have sex with him often. And I'm like, I will get off other times. And there's some times where it's like, I get off more than he does. So if I don't get off this time and he does, like, that's perfectly fine. But that's just kind of... Well, that's where, we like, the, the, yeah, the communication, the consideration is one thing. But in the instance that communication consideration isn't, how would you guys coach women into having more orgasms? Learning your body. Uh, that Learning your body and literally just ha- having that communication with them. Like, you know what you like. I feel like. In a sense, I mean, yeah, learn whether because a lot of women cannot have an orgasm from penetration. So that, again, is where masturbating comes into play. Like, you know, if you're using a vibrator on the outside and you know that you can orgasm no problem and quickly from just, like, clit stimulation, then let him fucking know that. Tell him to play with your clit while you're having sex. You yourself can sit there and pull out a vibrator and just start going ham on yourself. If he's insecure about that, you shouldn't be having sex with that man. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I mean it just that, that would turn me on even more. Yeah, and for a lot of, for a lot of guys, that does turn them on even more. Some guys would get a little insecure and be like, "Oh, I'm not doing enough." Yeah, fuck that man, he's a pussy. But <laughs> discovering yourself, if you do, <laughs> I'm just saying, like figuring that out because then you're yeah. able to sit there and coach them through it. But also having a comfortable and vulnerable space with that person. If you don't trust the person, if you don't feel safe with that person, it's going to be it's going to be very difficult to have those open conversations about those things because those are, those are very vulnerable moments in your life. I'm going to take a moment to go like a super, like a scientific route with it too. Um, A lot of, here comes David. It's my job. Um, A lot of women have no control or even knowledge of their pelvic floor. And your pelvic floor is literally what contracts the muscles in your vagina and it's also what delivers blood flow to your clit and if you have no awareness of your pelvic floor and you can't contract it then that's where to start i mean most women should be able to orgasm both cervically and through clit stimulation within the first couple minutes of having sex regardless of size or what their partner is doing and if you can't psychological the psychological aspects of the safe space of the intimacy connected is one thing to consider but if that's there then the next thing to consider is how how often are you doing your kegels how connected are you to your abs <laughs> I was and to your just public about to floor? Say. You know, it really is that simple. And for men, it's a lot of the times it's the same thing. It's like I know men who are like D1 level athletes or professional athletes and can't have a boner, not because of steroids, but because their hips are so tight and their so ass is so tight that their pelvic floor isn't functioning. Therefore, the muscles contracting to get your sex organs working or to get blood flow to them are no longer active or are constricted. And sometimes like the solution is literally in just taking care of your body. Ladies, so the solution for that in terms of working out would be do your Kegels. If you don't know what Kegels are, Google them. It essentially is hire like – it Hire Danny. <laughs> yeah, or Cat. Yeah. Cat for sex specifically. Danny for muscles, I guess. Yes. I can do muscles too. It's, it's essentially like the feeling of like you're peeing when you're pushing out your pee. feels kind of similar to that. Also, bridges, hip thrusts, adductors, so the machine where you're pushing your legs inward – that shit? Yes. Have you seen the memes where it's like girls who have things attached to, like they literally have a chain wrapped yes. around their vagina yes. <laughs> doing squats like that? I've always had like very good control of my pelvic floor. Yeah, you do. 
Um, there's also something called a yoni egg. <laughs> it's literally like a little egg you push in there and you practice squeezing. Yeah. What? Essentially like Kegel ball, yeah. like uh, Kegel balls. Ben yeah, it's balls? the same thing. It's just a different term for it. And it's like a crystal. Um, some of or them are, some of oh. them aren't. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, you can, it's it's you're working out a muscle just like any other, just like your legs, just like your ass, just like your back. Like yeah. you're working out a muscle to give yourself better sex. It's a great time. Luna's looking like she's about to bark right now. So if you guys hear that, it's just her. She's <laughs> she's really experienced in this topic and she really wants to talk about it because she loves the boys. Um, <laughs> she loves the boys. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Mr. Scientific Man, what else do you want to add to that? Was that the science that you had? Yeah. Uh, honestly, the like, again, how many women listening to this podcast, including women who work out frequently, right, who are fit chicks, such as yourselves, mm-hmm. know what their pelvic floor is? How I many men so. even know what their pelvic floor is? Very, very few, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's that's really the biggest thing is that, like, women are expecting to ha- – like, having an orgasm is perhaps one of the most, like, peak performance things that your body does and can accomplish. Fuck yeah, it is. And the inability to do so can either be psychological or purely physical. That's it. And if it's not psychological, then it's probably physical. Now, for the way that this question was asked and like the bitterness towards men, it's definitely a psychological thing. But for anyone else listening, like if you have a hard time orgasming or which is the most common thing, I think actually 70 percent of women can only come through clit stimulation. Yes. There's a disconnect from your brain to your pelvic floor and furthermore, your pelvic floor's involvement in your sexual experience. And that is the thing to fix. Because if you're a girl and you haven't had a cervical orgasm, you're missing out on like 50% of how good sex can feel. Yeah. Um, get a double-ended dildo vibrator. So like, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I don't know where she's going. No, just get like a, get a rabbit. I'm teaching them how to have an orgasm. Get a rabbit vibrator. Go home. Have fun with yourself. But make sure that the tip that goes inside of you and the tip that sits on your clit both vibrate. Honey. <laughs> Wait, do you watch? You'll have you a great time, Daddy. Honey, do you listen to it? Yes, but not often. <laughs> You'll have a grand fucking time. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah, I had one last night, or three. Three. <laughs> he was at, he was at the gym. I was having. Wait, really... who told you? Who was like, Cat, just go fucking masturbate? You like, did. I don't know what time he's gonna get back. I'm like, go fucking masturbate. Yeah, well, you lucky need for to, me. You yeah. need to... I, I thought she was happy about the tacos. I brought. <laughs> I was happy about both, but like I was having a really like anxiety filled day. She's like, I'm having tacos, my tacos happy. Yeah, I was, I was having, I was having a day. I was like sad, pissed, and like also wanting him all towards him. There's a lot of emotions towards him. So I was just like, I just, I don't know. I was finally feeling like somewhat good, and I was like, yo, maybe this will make me hornier because we haven't had sex in like I don't know two or three days. So it was like it's a long time for all us. All right, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try it we're out and see town, what happens. Actually, <laughs> when we're together, yeah. Except for that, we go like 20 days together and like five days away. In t- tomorrow, it'll be 36 hours apart. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Everyone cry for Ken, dude. That's Please. fine. Just cry. Um, Speaking of, I gotta hit the road in five hours. So any last notes? And you only got seven minutes left. Orgasms are a great fucking time. I mean, you guys are the sex experts. I mean, I just, I personally think like just experiencing yourself and having that communication, that's really all I can take from it. Um, Because if, (laughs) if 
this is the problem in, you know, the relationship that you're having and you, I don't know, like I said, if the person's, I don't know if you're not, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. It's, it's, I, I know, I know what I'm doing. I, I don't, it's hard for me to answer this question. They're more you psychological gotta, when it comes you to this gotta, shit. You just got to talk to your person, especially if you're in a fuck. Okay. If you're in a relationship or talk to us, I will happily. Or talk to us. Calls. Yes. Go to our profiles, conquer a cat or do you guys underscore decarpia? Um, I guess where to find us. That's all yeah. I have on my podcast. Yeah. You can find me at decarpio underscore on instagram and honestly i'm serious i will happily jump on any free 30 minutes to an hour calls um with anybody who's still having difficulty in the situation whether you're a man or a woman or if you're a woman with a man who's having trouble in the situation definitely send them to me those are my favorite to crucify (laughs) and guys they're also having a retreat too do you want to quickly touch upon that while we have like a couple minutes left just to talk about it yeah i mean for anyone listening the retreat is february 11th to the 15th so it is valentine's day week in sedona yes a lot of love <laughs> there of is a lot of um, personal development that will be going on but there is also going to be a lot of integration work and mastery of both communication intimacy and sexuality both within yourself which can essentially help with your partner 100 percent, you will leave that retreat having 10 times better orgasms yep yeah, no questions asked. I was, I'll, I'll give you your money back if that's not the case. <laughs> if you're not orgasming, <laughs> if your pelvic floor is not working right, I'll give you your money back. <laughs> if we did not give you one of those squishy balls that's just shoving your vagina. That's actually a good idea. Give a runny yoni egg. Yeah. Squishy vagina balls. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. But I think that is essentially all that we are going to talk about here because, I mean, I don't have anything else to add, but they can literally talk about hours about masturbation, sex, all the things. Oh, I can um, talk hours they about could the go, They can go off. Um, but definitely follow the two for that kind of substance because they are geniuses when it comes to that. Um, but that's Hold where up. we're ending off. Let me plug myself real quick because I didn't do that. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay. I like mentioned it real quick and then he went off Love on his little, himself. Wonder Woman, Catwoman, bitch. Yeah, bitch. if we're talking about OnlyFans, in the last episode it was mentioned, but if we're talking about OnlyFans, it is Catwoman 16. But if we're talking about relationship and sex and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, if some y'all need some help, stuff, maybe like, some fitness go. stuff, some nutrition. But, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Go <laughs> on Instagram, it's Conquer with Cat. Um, and then you can find Dave and I both at wildflowerosis.co online. That's the website. That is our sex and relationship coaching website. Poor deal. Under. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But that is all we got for you guys. Um, We're going to go make a sex tape. Yep, they're going to go have orgasms now. I hope that this kind of cleared your mind about that. You're going to go have a conversation with your mans about the fact that you need to have an orgasm too, not just him. Um, So we'll talk to you on the next episode. And enjoy your orgasms. Yeah, enjoy your (laughs) orgasms.